You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi, you're listening to episode number 137 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm happy to say I'm doing much better this week than last. If you listened to last week's show, then you know that I was having some unusual struggles with depression. That's gone now, hopefully for good. I want to thank everyone that reached out to me to offer their words of encouragement and advice. It really meant a lot to me that you were all concerned. So thank you, truly. This past week, school has finally started, and we're really excited to get back into routines. I don't think I mentioned yet here on the show that my stepdaughter moved in with us this summer, which was very unexpected. So we were scrambling right before school started to get her registered and all that. So right now, our two middle kids are both going to the same high school, and then our youngest is finishing her last year in middle school, and of course, our oldest graduated last year. It's such an expensive time of year for us as we have to buy all of the supplies and wardrobe, backpacks and shoes, dance and cheer are starting back up. I think financially, August for us is right up there with Christmas, really. <clears throat> anyway, so far, they're off to a good start, and we are all trying to adjust to the new arrangement, not only with my stepdaughter here, but also my other daughter who was doing online school last year. I know many of you still have a few weeks before school starts, so enjoy the rest of your summer. For us, summer's over, and we are not complaining about it. It's been a long, long summer. All right, so I don't really have any announcements today. Let's get right into the topic, which is accepting a step-parent for your child. This is tough for so many parents, isn't it? There comes a time when your ex dates and decides to settle down with someone. For some of you, you might have been dealing with this for a long time already. For others, it might be a new thing. And then others of you might have dealt with this many times over. When your ex finds a partner, you have to accept that that new partner will be around your child or children. Some people have an easier time dealing with this than other people. A lot of that depends on how you get along with your ex, and also whether you like that person and whether you think they're suitable for either your child or your ex. Everyone's different. But I would say that the majority of people have some kind of issues with the situation. If there were no children involved, then this wouldn't be as big of a deal. Maybe you'd have some jealousy, but people get over that. But when there are children involved, it becomes an entirely different situation. As parents, we are very protective over our kids and we want what is best for them. We feel like we want to have some kind of control over who's gonna be around our kids or who's gonna be close to them. We have a hard time accepting that whom our ex chooses as a partner is entirely out of our control. I won't say that it's not our business because to some degree it is, right? I mean, this person is going to be spending time with our kids so we want to make sure that they're suitable. But at the end of the day, we don't have a say in whom our ex decides to ultimately settle down with. 
So we allow our emotions to interfere and it causes all kinds of problems. So let me go over some of the common emotions you might be feeling when a new partner enters the picture. First one is jealousy. This one is so common. Initially, you might experience jealousy over the relationship forming between your child and the new step-parent. As we know, step-parents, especially in the beginning, they kind of come in like, like a new shiny object. They aren't making rules. They're not providing discipline. So they're fun, especially in the eyes of a child who's used to only their parent. It's normal for the bio parent to feel a tinge of jealousy when the child starts talking about the new partner and what they might have done together. Another emotion is fear. Fear comes up a lot. That is a fear of being replaced, a fear of being liked less, a fear of not being relevant to your child, and a fear of being compared to the step-parent. Hurt or pain is something you might experience. Even though we might accept the fact that our child has a step-parent, we still can feel hurt that another person is becoming close to our child. Hurt that they're creating memories or bonds with one another. And competitiveness, that's a big one. Wanting to be seen as better, more fun, cooler, whatever adjective you want to throw in there. There's a feeling of wanting to win, wanting to be the chosen one. Now, just as much as all of these feelings are normal, they are damaging but mostly everyone experiences some or all of these emotions at some point. You can't avoid them. So instead of avoiding them like we try to do, you just need to acknowledge them, process them, and move past them if possible. There are many people who never can. I know blended families who've been together for a long time and they still struggle with these feelings. One of the biggest reasons for this, I believe, is that the new partner is often blamed for lots of things that are not their fault. If an ex is hated, oftentimes the new partner they choose is hated too, just by default. Maybe your ex made some bad decisions previously. Maybe they're a terrible person. It still doesn't mean that the person they choose is a terrible person. It's possible, but maybe consider that sometimes a new partner can come in and help to improve things with the ex, help to improve the ex in general. Oftentimes what we see happen is that an ex starts dating someone new and their personality changes. And the first thing we do is blame the new person. And I mean if it changes for what we think is, is for the worst. It must be their fault that my ex is giving me a hard time about schedule or it must be their fault that my ex won't talk to me anymore. And sure, that can be true, but rather than placing blame, we need to try and understand that it's just that dynamics have changed. So it's normal for things to change a bit, and hopefully things change for the better. But regardless, we need to realize that people change all the time when they date someone new. And speaking of dynamics, there are some other things here that you will need to get used to. There's a new person in your child's life Therefore, your child is going to go through some changes as well. They're gonna be discovering where they fit in with the new parental figure. At some point, if things get serious, that new parental figure will go from a fun, playful parent into 
somewhat more of a disciplinarian, somebody that provides structure. It'll be it'll turn the relationship into something more meaningful. The step parent might begin to provide some discipline that they need to do because if they're forming a new blended family, that's necessary. Some structure. They might give your child advice. And you may not like that at first, but you definitely want to prepare for things to change with your child. You want to know that your child is going to be changing a little bit with this new dynamic on the other side. So I have some ground rules for you when it comes to accepting a step parent in your child's life. Some do's and don'ts, I guess. The first one is do not, do not, do not badmouth the new partner in front of the kids. Don't ever, whether new or not, it's just not helpful. It won't solve anything and it'll only confuse or upset the kids who might be trying to build a relationship with that person. How unfair is it for you to speak poorly of someone who your child is learning to interact with? The child will feel then as if they have to choose. They might feel guilty if they actually like the person, but then they feel like you don't. They might feel pressured by you. And what we never want to do as parents is make our kids feel like they're in the middle. We need to allow them to form their own opinions of people and really think about it. Do we want our kids to see us acting like that, spreading gossip or speaking poorly of someone else? Those are things we try to teach them not to do. So in front of the kids, refrain from speaking any negativity about your ex or whomever they decide to date. If your child comes to you and wants to speak poorly about this person, that doesn't still give you permission to do it too. Sorry. You can listen to them in a supportive way, but no bad mouthing. Next, do not compete. This is not a competition to see who cooks better, who's more fun, who's better looking, who has a better job or a nicer body. Sure, people have a tendency to compare themselves to others, but when it comes to parenting and step-parenting, this can get problematic. This isn't a winning or losing game where one parent comes out victorious. Instead, it should be looked at as a team effort. And you know what? Maybe you are better at helping your child with sports, but the step-parent is better at helping with homework. Or maybe you're a really great listener but the step-parent is really great at offering advice. It doesn't matter. Shift your perspective and try looking at it this way. Think about the benefit your child receives from having another adult in their life. Stop looking at it as a problem and start having gratitude that another adult is opening up their heart to your child. That's a beautiful thing. And when you have gratitude about something, you can't feel anger about it. Okay, next, communicate with your ex and their new partner. And I know this is not possible for everyone, but the ideal situation is when you can all talk to one another. A lot of issues get magnified when people can't talk about them. Learning better communication skills can really help people co-parent in a better way. You might hear your child say something that upsets you. For example, your child comes home from your ex's house and says that daddy's new girlfriend wouldn't let them have a cookie. And you get ignited. How dare her not let my kid have a cookie? But what if your child was told that they couldn't have the cookie because they didn't eat dinner? 
I know that's a really silly example, but things like that happen all the time. And we stew over them instead of just asking our ex what happened. Kids learn very quickly how to manipulate these situations. Also, a nice conversation with the new partner can kind of help you both understand where the other is coming from. You might have fears, but they do too. And when you open up the doors and when you open up a conversation, you improve relationships. Next, take your own feelings and opinions out of the equation. You don't have to like this person. It's great if you do, but not everyone will. And that's okay. It isn't your decision or your concern. Yes, it's fine to worry about the well-being of your child, but you have to be careful here because your own feelings might get in the way. If you're still angry or bitter over the divorce, you maybe aren't going to like the new partner. And that's your own opinion, and that's okay. But it doesn't make it true that they're a horrible person. Separate your facts and separate your opinions. Your opinion is yours, and you're entitled to have it, but that's all. Think about what you're feeling. Why might you feel negatively about this person? Is what you think about them true? And with this, understand that your own opinion doesn't matter when it comes to their relationship with your child. I mean the step-parent's relationship with your child. And last, be there for your child, but don't interfere. And what I mean by this is that you do need to be supportive to your child. They might have a hard time adjusting to a new parental figure in their life. They might even come to you and complain or come to you asking for advice. They might have questions. And you can be there for them by listening and offering unbiased advice. That's the hard part, unbiased, especially if you don't like the step-parent. You don't need to fix a problem and you don't want to act like you're angry about things. Pretend for a moment that your child is coming to you about a situation that involves someone else that you love. So maybe a bio parent, sibling, aunt or uncle. Would your advice be the same if there was a conflict between them and your child? See, because you want to make sure that you aren't interfering because of who the conflict involves. And I hope that makes sense. The best thing you can do is listen and offer your child coping skills and communication skills to help them solve the problem on their own. Okay, so those are my ground rules. No bad mouthing, no competing. Practice better communication with your ex and their partner. Take your own feelings out of the equation and be there for your child without interfering. But before we wrap up, there are a few more things that I want you to keep in mind. No one is going to replace you. No matter how much your child might love that step-parent, no matter how cool they are or amazing they are, no one replaces you as their parent. Never, ever, ever. So just put that out of your mind. You are not being replaced. And as I said before, it is extremely beneficial for a child to have an extra person or two in their life who can offer love and support. We want to encourage them to have that extra relationship and to nurture it. Just like our hearts are big enough to love as many children as we have, our child's hearts can work the same. They don't run out of love. They can love as many parental figures as they have in their life. Also, keep in mind, that it is possible to have a great relationship with your child's step-parent. I am fully aware that it isn't possible all of the time. I know that some of you are dealing with people that are difficult and toxic. 
But for many of you, the potential for a positive relationship is there, but you might be closed off to it just because you both haven't tried or maybe you're both scared. We put up walls out of fear. Sometimes we don't take that leap because we're afraid. Other times we listen to what other people are saying and we let them decide for us. If you are struggling today in your relationship with your child's step-parent, I want you to make a decision today to start fresh. There's always possibility of change. Better relationships with parents and step-parents just make a blended family so much easier, not only for the adults, but also for the children. And if you need extra help with that, we can always work together to see what's holding you back. We can work together to improve your situation. If you want to book a session with me, just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash schedule. So how is your situation with your child's step-parent? What have you struggled with? I'd love to hear about it. And a great place to continue this conversation is over in the private Facebook group, which is over at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. And if you found some value in the information today, please share the show with other blended families. Let's help support one another. And together we can create blended families we are all proud of. Thank you so much for listening today. And be sure to come back next week for another show. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.